Today's podcast is brought to you by Something Blue by Anita Kay, specializing in wedding and event photography. Visit her page on Facebook. For those in love, capture those memories with Something Blue by Anita Kay. You've got the questions, we've got the answers. 20 Questions with Mark and Anita starts now. Like an old man told me one time, the key to a long and fruitful marriage is keep your mouth shut. You don't have to seduce me. No. In recent news, we'll be splitting up after this podcast. I want to invite him to my podcast. You're going to be very unpopular around here, Henry, if you don't produce a golden ticket soon. The best thing that came out of the 80s was me. Oh, no, I don't know what that is. It's 40s. Oh, it's all horns and hats. Oh, it's a show that nuts oh, since Monday. And it's so friends are Welcome back. See unbridled enthusiasm. 20 questions with Mark and Anita. Yahoo! Thank you. <laughs> what the? Get in here with this microphone. We are currently recording from our rumpus room. Mm-hmm. Live that from should, the rumpus. That should be the first question that should be answered, because I get it a lot. The hell's the rumpus room? What is a rumpus room? Okay. And I'm not going to lie, when I first heard the name rumpus, it brought thoughts of the 70s and sex, sex things. All right. I think everyone gets that. <laughs> a rumpus room is like... Okay, so everyone who knows me knows that I kind of have an old-timey vocabulary and spirit. And rumpus, the definition, is like, um, it's kind of like a game room. It's like a place, it's like a kid's room, basically, is a rumpus room. It is a place where fun happens, I think is the def. Oh, God. Just, (laughs) all right, so, anyway, so... Basically, what it is is that you know, like we wanted to have a room that was like just kind of a fun room. So we have our TV in here, our popcorn maker, a pizza maker, a big flat screen, um, and then I also my office is in what used to be a closet for clothes, but otherwise um, we have a little bar, a mini bar set up in here. It's just a cool room, and the kids actually like all of our nieces and nephews freaking love it like they just want to nieces and nephews i'm down here all the time well and us i so just we're i just sit too. here by myself and i stare off into the distance it gets really creepy dream of a life where candies rain all right okay Are so <laughs> the first question we got was how did you two meet and i feel like we covered that who, on our last podcast the question i don't know start- these are Oh. These are the first six. I guess. Oh, you didn't. I thought you were going to put the names. I did for the rest of them. Oh, you posted right. those with no names. Okay. So we'll go into that. We'll go into that one. But then we're just going to ask. We'll ask the ones first that people asked us. Like, I can't remember who well, asked I me think, those. I think we can. I didn't go in. We can just eliminate this one because I feel like yeah, we covered it. I think it we've last covered podcast, it. Pretty sure. The first one we did. And if you didn't, we met in Columbus. Mark was at a show. I was on a date at his show. <laughs> and the, right after that, I never called that guy back again. Swooped her away. And not so much. We were, yeah. Anyway, yeah. there's another question similar to that later. So 
We'll go on. So the next question. So go we're ahead. going down to people that we know. Well, just yeah, if anyone we asks, we can just us bang these out real quick. Okay. Who well, does the housework? Do you have a maid? God, I'm trying to remember who asked me that. No, we can't afford a maid, and we <laughs> no. we usually split them. But since I'm home. Uh, a lot of times when a, when Willa takes her nap, I do most of the housework, which yeah is fine with me because yeah. I'm gone all the time. So yeah, and it kind of works out that like he does the stuff while he's here, and then when he's gone, you know, if something gets spilled on the floor, I'm doing it, and if you know, so it's just kind of a, I'd say it's pretty fifty fifty, but he's really good about doing the laundry and. Yeah. He does a lot of the Well, I think we've said stuff. it a lot of times that uh, rocks. we're a perfect match because you are the queen of starting projects. He, and he's the And it drives yeah. me bonkers when a project isn't finished, but I will never start one. But, but I will finish a shit ton. He'll, yeah, he'll finish it like crazy. And she is using that to her advantage. It really she starts has 97 out. projects and then she goes, gotta go. Yep. And I'm and like, then he's, ah, yeah. Ah, yeah. Ah. That's, that's actually exactly how it sounds, too. <laughs> so uh, the next see. question is Do you guys ever slow down? And as for this year, that no. would be a no. No. We are way too busy this year to slow down. Uh, so. With me having to be gone every week this year to. To make the money for the Our bills family, and yeah. uh, and they did full time nursing school and working some yeah it's so ridiculous it's, yeah it gets crazy so that would be a no yeah to whoever asked that question all right and I actually oh. found this question rather funny you can ask it oh yeah it's yours. it says why nursing school if you're a wedding photographer and I said well honestly. I feel I I feel like I've always supposed to be a nurse. I just wasn't I didn't give myself enough credit to be able to do nursing school and now I'm 3 weeks away from finishing and I did, but I love photography too, so I'm going to Well, yeah, I'm I doing mean, both. I just do you, I don't are know. There, do are there are there wedding to? photographers out there that are like me or like their yeah. life is wedding photography like yes. they don't do anything else yes there is the gal who actually was my mentor emily Stefan. she um that's all she does is wedding photography and now she does do some like of her own like craft stuff and sells it on etsy but that's mostly what she does and she's actually amazing she does barn weddings which is my goal at some point to be a well, let me ask you this question yeah is there a down season in wedding photography? Yeah, absolutely. She doesn't have a down season because she's really sought after. So people change their wedding dates to work with her. She's what? yeah, she's a, yeah. The lady with the fingerless gloves is that? Huh? <laughs> Didn't she take shots for our wedding? No. Oh, that's Lisa. Who oh, Gray Duck. Oh, okay. She owns Gray Duck Photography, which is actually also awesome, and that yeah. is my friend Lisa, who's. Pretty awesome. Okay. So the next two questions, pretty much the same question, but just two different uh, point of views. Oh, yeah. I feel like this was... Um... Sorry. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that was a sneezers. So 
uh, what drives you crazy about each other is pretty much the uh, yeah the questions. The gist and what's of it. funny is we were just arguing about this maybe no, two even hours. Arguing? We don't we argue just, at all. No, we that were just is talking the third. The question after that. I think this is oh, all do encompassed. Guys ever argue? I think this is yeah. all encompassed together. Do you guys ever argue? And, and what, what drives you crazy? crazy about each other? And so I think that both of us, like ni- we, neither one of us, likes confrontation. So we are pretty non we're just not argumentative at all um and honestly i would much rather have a very real conversation about you know what this is kind of driving me crazy would you mind doing this or you know vice versa i mean i don't want to speak for mark but i think we're pretty good about being adults about our conversations and we're not perfect and we mess up and so i I don't know. I think that we're pretty good about communicating. You're laughing. I think the things that drive me crazy about you what? are the rappers. Rappers. I leave rappers. She will just Candy leave rappers, rappers everywhere. Oh, Why I'm do like, you? Are you an animal? Do you just tear no, things I'm, out of a rapper and run to the other room? I'm like Hansel and Gretel. I like to make sure I have... <laughs> I have a path from where I came from. So in case I forget where I was at, where I started. Our, this I is not real. All this is right. our house. Um, it's a tiny well, house. that's right. You it's 2,000 square feet. It's a lot. The other thing that drives me crazy about you okay. is when you come home with the groceries, Yeah, you take the things that you want the most, and oh, then you just leave yep, everything in yep, the kitchen yep, if I you purchased do. all these groceries. And while you were there, you I were like, hmm. Is oh. that celery sticks with the peanut butter dip? Oh, yeah. You throw the yep. groceries on yep. the counter, and take celery just... sticks, peanut butter dip, and, and you're sit gone. And watch TV <laughs> and enjoy them like, and just wait for Mark to put the, the groceries. And maybe <laughs> the cold cuts in the fridge before you celery oh. stick it? <laughs> <laughs> a lot of times, though, I will put the stuff in, but not always. Oh. <laughs> so anyway, um, yeah, so that is something that I do. And I suppose my, about Mark, we went through, through one. I have this thing where if you don't, you know, our daughter is little and she's in diapers. And I'm like, will you please, like, make sure that you put the diapers tight? Like, you just kind of tosses them in the garbage basically and i'm like if you wrap them up around each other like really tight around one another i don't know if that makes any sense but then they won't stink as bad in the garbage i don't i don't believe any of this all right i feel like they're gonna stink no matter what but okay whatever anyway and then is there anything else i don't know i don't know i don't think I don't know. I don't think there's that much. I mean, Mark's a likable uh, guy. It's me. hard to find yeah, anything that. It's not much. I do. You will tell me to do. You will stuff. tell me to do things, and I just won't do them because I he have my way, and I want whatever. I feel like the end goal is the same. Why do the steps up to it have to be different? Yeah, whatever. It's still going but in the here, trash. Here, I will say. I will say. Here's one thing that drives me crazy and it has since we met is that like and you know this about me how i feel but um he will really only eat or trust food from chain restaurants so like we could be going to like mesa downtown minneapolis or something and he's like i'd rather go to applebee's (laughs) 
<laughs> I mean, like these are real things. Like no, we could be going I to a think, great restaurant. I think that that you're no. you're under <sighs> overselling this. I have a problem. I will go to non-chain restaurants if uh, they seem like they are well put together. Well, what about El Toro? That seemed like that's a chain. El what the grizzly El Loro? chicken? Yes, that's a chain. Oh god. Right? See, I'm not I'm just saying that it's not always I don't know. Right? I've just always had a food thing and it's it's gotten better over the years, but it's just like when I find something that I know I'm going to enjoy that I have a problem trying new things uh-huh. in the idea that I may not like it. Well, now I've just ruined like lunch. Going out to dinner or lunch or whatever. Okay. Well, so anyway, he generally doesn't like to try many new places. Um, and it's like he could like it one time and the next time. See, this wasn't that good. Like the place that we went on kind of our first date, which was... Um, oh, Conga? Conga. And so we went once or twice. And the third time we went, he didn't like it. So we haven't been back. And that it was, was weird. That's when they put the different. chicken wing in there. <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember that ever, like, so, paella having a chicken wing in it. You know, okay, so there's, like, I don't know, anyone who knows good paella knows that there's, like, several versions of it. And they have a seafood paella. And I feel like we got the seafood one, or did we just get the regular? We got the seafood one the first, and I loved it. The seafood it was, was awesome. It's sh- so good The halibut there. and the shrimp and the oh, lobster and, the, and everything, and it was great. Oh, it's so good. And then when we went the second time, we got... I don't know what the, the name kind. of it is. Yeah, whatever like it's the just other meat. kind is. And it's like a variety it's regular. of meats. It's like yeah. regular. There's like sausage and chorizo. chicken and yeah. chorizo. And for whatever reason, there was just a <laughs> chicken wing just, in it. <laughs> and neither one of us likes meat on the bone. So we're like, bleh, who threw this <laughs> this baby back ribbon uh, here? <laughs> let's, let's blast this question right. out. Doug Thompson asks if my nipples hurt when I go to the bathroom. I have no idea why anyone's nipples would hurt when they go to the bathroom, but uh, He talks about it all the time, Doug. They kill him. He's in there going Ah! He wears band-aids when he goes to the bathroom on his nips. You're just out of your freaking mind. All right, that's not true. So Penny... Penny Kimball. Penny Kimball. From the T-shirt barrel in Warroad. I call her Penny T-shirt barrel. Yeah. That's what I call her. So her question is, inquiring minds want to know, do you help cut each other's toenails, or is that a taboo subject in your marriage? Fetishes aside, of course. Oh, for crying outside. Well, well, we were just laughing about this the other day, too, because I feel like I've been designated to cut every fingernail of every person I know, because people and toenails, <laughs> like, people constantly are asking me You've to do You've never it. cut my toenails, but, and I've asked No, but here's the things. But here, I actually haven't ever cut Mark's fingernails or toenails, but I used to do his dad's all the time. Yeah. Well, he was diabetic, so... It was a little more serious of a situation. That's true. But anyway, so no, I've never cut his... You're also the official uh, fingernail toner clipper of Willow. Of our baby. Yes, I know. Yeah, she did. Yeah, so um, I don't trust him with baby clippers, so (laughs) that's where we're at with that. I'm all willy-nilly. I cut everything. Oh, God, he's nuts. So anyway, so Penny from the T-shirt barrel in Warroad, Minnesota, no. (laughs) 
We all right. We our do next, not. Uh, question. Oh, Shelly it's a two-parter. Nelson. What? No, Hillary Smith. Oh, Hillary Smith is next. Okay, uh, it's a two-parter, and the second parter was, I think, the question we just answered was, "Is there anything that bothers us about oh, each it's other?" Annoying. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, we did cover that, but. And her other question is, who does Willow like best? And I think uh, that's pretty clear. Burgundy. Bur- yes, Burgundy. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I would say so. I, I don't, don't know. I don't think there's, if we're both in the room, she's not constantly running to one or the other. Yeah. But there are times that you only have the special touch to calm her down when yeah. she's freaking out. You've just got that mama juice. As I like That's to call true. it, yeah. I got the mama mojo. You got is, the mama I think, mojo. What we call it the juice, uh, the mama juice, something like that. <laughs> that and Harry the bunny. So I know oh where to God. find him. Harry but, the bunny, her deity. So, <laughs> that is right. So Hillary Smith. The answer to your question is there is really no favorite. I think she she's pretty she's pretty ecstatic about both of us. I think. Yeah. But. Uh, but I'm really her favorite. Shush that <laughs> face over there. Shelly Nelson coming in with the filthy question. From Roseau, Minnesota, Shelly Nelson. Okay, so you she says. Read her question? So, uh, Shelly sells uh, pure romance, and she was what wondering. Is pure romance? It's uh, like. It's sexy it's time goods and party? services. Well. <laughs> I think they sell a little bit of everything. Well, I mean, little, I think it's like lingerie, like edible underwear. It's crazy stuff. So anyway, she said, um, how does has your sex life changed after the baby? I'm very private about our <laughs> private life. So I would just say I don't think it's changed that well, much. you got to read the rest of it. Okay, and then it says, I need advice on how to address this at my presentations and also want to know if there's something I can help you with. Take that, funny bastards. <laughs> hee hee. <laughs> Thank you, Shelly Nelson. And I would... S- Honestly, I don't think that much has changed uh, without getting into too much detail, but... Well, I think I think <sighs> it, it has to change... A little bit, because there's a human in the other room now. That's true. Yeah, yeah. So, like, I guess, I mean, much like before, we make sure the monitors are off. (laughs) You know, like, that's the only, I mean, I think that's the only thing. I I mean, we have family that listens to this, so carefully. I don't think so. uh, We both find each other attractive, and we enjoy each other's company, and... uh, the end. We still still do it for each oh, other. Oh, thank you. That's right. Yeah. That's right. I think she's the sexiest lady I've ever met. Oh, and I'm glad she thank you. Enjoys my head around. It's so a that's nice about head. It. <laughs> <laughs> and that and that's actually that's our uh, foreplay right there. <laughs> that's so it. bye. We gotta no, go. No, gotta get her get her done. Oh jeez. Okay. So anyway, so there you go, Shelly. That was the answer to your question. I know that probably doesn't help you with your parties. But the next question coming from a friend of Mark's from high school. Go ahead, Mark. Brent Prentice wants to know, what was one of the craziest, humorous, zaniest stories Mark told you about his childhood? 
I'm going to actually let you tell this story because it is hysterical, but I don't remember all the deets. So you go ahead. Uh, I feel like I covered this in my podcast about my professional bowling career. Uh, or close to it, but uh, we used to go on these trips around uh, the three-state area, and it would be called... Uh, here, I can hold this through the story. Uh, it was like like a kid's tournament in bowling, and sometimes you'd have to go on the road, so my brother was older, so we took a trip to Iowa one time, and it was me, uh, Brent, John, and my brother, and we got a hotel room, and a bunch of the other bowlers showed up, and they were all 21, so they were all having cocktails, and we ordered uh, takeout from a pasta restaurant, so we had pizza and lasagna, and we just got drunk, and John crapped out the window and hit a bunch of cars in the parking lot. Brent ate a bunch of lasagna, and uh, then the security showed up, so I got stuck in the bathroom with Brent, and out of nowhere, he just started vomiting in the sink. And he literally had just eaten the lasagna like six minutes before, so it didn't digest at all. Oh, dear. There was just a pile of undigested lasagna in the sink. I was hiding in the bathtub, and security told us if we don't leave in ten minutes that they're going to call the police. So we gathered up all our stuff, and we got another hotel room, and they would only rent it out to the one person... So we all had to climb in the window, and then we had to bowl the next day like nothing had happened. <laughs> and needless to say, it was a rough day for all of us. We were oh no, zero sleep. Some of them were hungover, and it got uh, it got really weird. So that's about the craziest for my childhood. That one's for you, Brent. You crazy <laughs> bastard who still sends me weird texts. Here, this is a. Uh, might as well play this on the podcast just so people can know how weird of a person Brent is. This is a text message I get on Saturday night at 8 p.m. I wonder if my volume's up. Oh, great. Jack Goff and his girlfriend die. When that bitch's eye was swollen shut. What should you fuck that one-eyed slut? Oh, God. Oh, hey. Jay. So there it is. Oh, Prentice. Here, can you hold this again? Goober. Let me get back to the other screen. (laughs) Okay, so that was Brent's. Uh, Brent Prentice. So Tabitha West. From Illinois says, "What is your favorite kind of pop tart, toasted or not?" Inquiring minds want to know. Well, Tab, mine is definitely blueberry. You have to toast it, and actually, you also have to put a little bit of butter on it too. That is the grossest thing no. I've ever heard no. in my life, and I am completely on the other side. And cherry, frosted, cherry totally frosted. frosted. Zero toasting. Oh, Toasting blank. ruins a Pop-Tart. Oh, God. Oh, you're killing me, Smalls. I like to break it in quarters and parcel it up over oh, the day. Oh, God. See, yeah. So this, blueberry. Uh, blueberry. With a little bit of maize-colored butter on top. <laughs> oh, good brother. I think I spelled this lady's last name correct, but I don't know. 
Oh, it's uh, Karen Chamala. She is actually a cousin of mine, and she now lives in Arizona. Does She's she, the cutest. Does she have a husband named Matt? Yes. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So we have two questions. One is from her to you. Okay. And one is from Matt to me. So. Oh, cute. Okay. So, Carrie, little question. cutie. Okay, so it says, Anita, your question is, you are only allowed to have one flavor of grandma candy for the rest of your life. What flavor do you choose? <laughs> Easy. That is the Lifesaver Cream Savers. Strawberry. I think they only have strawberry, but that would be my choice anyway. Those are my favorite grandma candies. I could just shoot those in my mouth like... 20 at a time they're so good um <laughs> anyway okay so my question from matt what's the last name tamala tamala uh is do i ever feel like i should turn in my man card because i continually get shit-faced off of girly drinks <laughs> Like Chocolate Monkeys and Alabama Slammers. I'm assuming that he listens to my podcast yes, religiously because I, I did a uh, a whole episode on uh, my my drinking as a kid and all this stupid. Because it's so silly because when I was younger, I felt like, you know, to fit in, like you needed to drink. And I couldn't stand the taste of any alcohol at all. So I would put the weirdest concoctions together. I'd put pixie sticks and lifesavers and like beer i mixed coke and beer together one time just to try uh, to get it down slow gin and kool-aid yeah. for me Blick. so now now here i am an adult who has an uncontrollable sweet tooth and uh i just i don't know what it is i enjoy a uh, a girly drink i enjoy a chocolate monkey I can't have Alabama Slammers anymore if you listen to that podcast. Oh, yeah. I was with Withers in Duluth. Jeff Withers. And we oh, went no. to the Saratoga, and I drank a bunch of Alabama Slammers. I almost got uh, I almost got choked to death by a Navy SEAL. Oh, dear. And then the next day, uh, after we had our continental breakfast, I vomited my brains out oh. and then uh, threw up all over his work truck. So. Yikes. No more of those, but... No more of those. <laughs> if was... I had to choose, if I was out having an evening with my lady, it'd either be a craft beer now or uh, some kind of silly fruity drink. Like a pink squirrel. That's, or, these are the things he does. I like to call it the acid reflux special. And that is... Anything that has Anything. fruity drink. There we go. <laughs> the acid reap. The GERD special. The oh, GERD. Dear. So the next How's question. How's your brood? Oh, no. no, no, no. <laughs> the next question also comes from Warroad, Minnesota. That's Jesse Washneski. I grew up with this kid. He's a lunatic. Okay. So it says if Mark was covered in chocolate cheesecake, what would you do? I'd grab a fork. <laughs> that's that's it and i wouldn't eat the cheesecake but i'd just poke him like relentlessly with a fork <laughs> that's it and then that I'd sounds tell him to, horrible tell him to take a shower you'd have no comment for me if you walked in the house and i was covered in chocolate cheesecake just standing what in the would kitchen. i do i'd say what the hell happened and why are you covered in cheesecake <laughs> I'd say things got there, out of hand. Is there any that's not on your body? <laughs> I think that's where I'm Because I need a slice. I'd like a nice slice. <laughs> so that was from Jesse. There you go, buddy. 
All right. Uh, this question comes in from Matthew. Uh, I call him Ebel, but I guess it's Ebel, something like that. And his question, which I think is a really good question, is would you encourage Willow to do stand-up if she wanted to? Huh. That's a tough question because I know how hard the life is. I mean, but uh, as my parents did when I was coming up, I am going to give her the same speech that they gave me, and that's you're going to go to college and get a college degree, and then once you have that, you can do whatever Whatever the hell you you want want with your life. Yep. Because you'll always have that safety net yeah. if things don't go wrong, go right. So totally, yeah. And if I, she would... wants to be a stand-up. Feel free. Yeah, it's a tough life, but at least I've yeah. paved it, and I know all the phone numbers. Well, yeah, that, and I mean, and that goes for any like any job that would be hard like that to to do. You know, like traveling in any capacity. I'd say if it's what you love, do it, and until the second you don't love it anymore, then yeah, do it until you don't. I would hate for her to do it just because I do it. Yeah, I want her to do whatever she wants to do that's going to make her happy. Yeah, so. whatever her calling is and whatever she feels pu- yeah. pulled or fulfilled to do, for sure. And it took you uh, twenty or so years to find. Uh, I mean, I yeah something that. Uh, yeah, you know, I mean, really it did. Like I, you know, inspired about. Yeah, I wasn't uh, super jazzed to be in the finance insurance world, and yeah. I think I'm getting there. So, yeah, yeah you're takes time. You're brilliant with those pictures, lady. Oh, thank you. And you're really good with people. Oh, you have a nice head. <laughs> Moving on. Okay, so Lori Washdesky, which is Jesse's mom. Um, we love her. She's so funny. Every time we go into our world and we run into her, it feels like us all the time and she cracks me up. So it's her question is, so when does Willow get a playmate playmate? And I think we kind of answered this in the last podcast, but, um, we're hoping sometime in 2015. So we were, we were just talking about that tonight too. I've got a couple weddings to shoot next summer. So we're trying to make sure that I'm not going to be like, wait a minute. You're not pregnant right now? Oh, shut up. All right. <laughs> Anyways. So the fact that you just had pickled herring is just a oh, normal no, thing? Ha. That's not a craving? <laughs> no. Just side note, I bought pickled herring for my mother who's coming tomorrow to help us watch the kids. Are you denying well. at this point that you don't eat pickled eggs and pickled No, gizzards? but I don't eat pickled fish. Have you eaten a pickled turkey gizzard? Yeah, and a pickled egg. (laughs) Sure. And a pickle. Yeah. And now we wonder why your farts stink so bad. Oh, God. You are the worst. (laughs) He is the worst. You're eating pickled turkey gizzards? Here's a. Anyone want a husband? Free free to a home. Now it doesn't even have to be a good home, just free to a home. I'm still here. You're so mean. (laughs) I am a nice person with a nice butt. All right. So So, next question comes to us from, uh, I don't know. Sue Sue Flemke. We love Sue. She's the greatest. She's a comic uh, out of Rochester, and she's amazing. She's in Pine Island, actually. Pine Island, sure. She's amazing. She's, She's a great lady. Yep. So what? Her question is, what do you wish you knew about each other before you got involved? 
That is such a good question and so deep. I'm sure you probably wanted to know about my family. Probably more. I don't know. I don't know. Just me I think traverse like, in a relationship. I think, I think yeah, because like, I guess for me, like someone's family is just their family. You're not necessarily marrying their family because... My, you know, uh, it just is what it is. But. My extensive, extensive collection of big dog t-shirts. Oh, no, I knew that going in, and that's why we changed it. He used to wear big dog shirts, and then have sayings on him like, all I need to know how to spell is boobs. I mean, it was just terrible. I mean, that literally was a they shirt. They were the greatest shirts ever. Oh, they were taking them away. Oh, they were no, terrible. They were right. Oh, they were so annoying. They were the worst. So, um... I think that I wish, hmm, that's a really good question, Sue, and I didn't really think about it too much, but. I don't have to think about it for a second. Don't you dare. <laughs> you know what I'm going to say. I, I know. Said it. Don't say, you don't need to say it again. Stinky then. farts. Oh, God. <laughs> okay, my butt is terrible. I want to sell it. I want to. I wanted to know before leave. we got together that your your ass oh. has died years ago, and it's just continuously <laughs> <Yeah>. decomposing. <laughs> That's what I would like to know before we got together. Oh my God, you are the I worst. I would have Now, that. Shelly Nelson, here's a here's a string back to you. <laughs> that we should have got my schnozzles burnt out before we got married. <laughs> I don't need to ever smell again. <laughs> Let me ask you this question, since it's the oh, night of so 20 mean. questions. What? what are your feelings that I now do an 11-minute joke oh in my, my act God. about your farts? Oh, my God. <laughs> I'll tell you what. That joke is, like, taking off because apparently... I don't know. I think it just hits home. There are a lot of stinky ladies out there. Apparently, stinky people. I think guys are worse. But like, apparently, I didn't get many traits from my dad, but I got his butt, and it's not. I think that's the thing. Is like uh, how beautiful you are (laughs) that there could be such ugliness in your pants. See, when God was making me, he's like, you know what? I'm gonna give her this smile. And then I'm going to give her a, a rotten tailpipe. <laughs> You're, You're not even the best. You're just the worst. That's oh. right. Oh, and here I can't even think of one thing about my sweet darling that I would oh, ever want to know. Oh, you know. There's things. There, there. are things. Yeah. He, he was lousy with that money. Say, oh, God, don't even give me. No, hey, you put it on my butt. I'm yeah, going to say, this I guy. I think the thing you probably wish you knew about <gasps> me before we got together was how much of a debilitating gambler holic yes, I was. that is true. And he... how much of our money I gambled away oh, before I got help. Yes, he is. I mean, just for everyone's, you know, whatever. I've he, already done six podcasts on my gambling yes, addiction. So, yeah, so. so it's out there. They, but it's, They know. And he does shows all the time about my butt. Yeah. So apparently so. everybody knows all of our dirt. Oh, they know. But, they know. No, but if I would have known that, I mean, I didn't, I had no idea. I just thought, God, I'm going to have to support this guy because he makes no money. I mean, it's not funny, but it is funny in a sense that, like, 
I was making a significant amount of money a year, like a normal yeah. full time job. And, and I, I never had I never breaker. had any money. He had no <laughs> and she's money. like, Well, I guess gas is pretty expensive. <laughs> I made like $1,200 last week, and I'm like, here's your 100 bucks. Wow. You spent a lot on donuts last week. I Well, I didn't think about what he was making or anything, because to be honest, I just, I mean, and this should be like a pat on your back, because literally I, in my brain, up until like a month before our wedding, I thought that I was going to have to support you. Yeah. And I said yes to marrying you, thinking that I was going to have to support you for the rest oh, of my life. Oh, sugar mama? Let me get on the phone. I'm canceling some dates. No, no. Well, you then, get out there and bring in some cheese. Well, then I was like, oh, my God. Like, when he quit gambling, like, all of a sudden, we had just, like, a plethora of money. And I'm going. It's surprising how what? that works. Yeah, you stop gambling. All of a sudden, like. Just in the gambling debt, like we pay our mortgage and a, yeah. all of our and our whole our credit lifestyle. card debt's gone. Our bills are gone. Oh my god! <laughs> We've got money in the bank. We seriously remodeled the house. We put in like we only owe sixty grand on our house. I'm going. What the hell is happening here? It's that uh, those penny slots really take a bite. Oh, God. Yeah, they really do. <laughs> so anyway, so that I think I wish I would have known that because we probably would have our house paid for times 10 by now. Oh, yeah. I don't but even want to even think, think back to uh, I don't either. At least the it's 20 years, the 20 years of oh. life and money wasted on Yuck. a stupid, Yuck. Yikes, stupid yikes, thing. Yikes. So his compulsion. <laughs> That's yeah. the one thing that I wish that I would have known. But that's where we're at. So it's all good. Jeffrey Withers, uh, son of Bill Withers. Yep. Uh, uh, chimes uncle. In with the qu- uncle. Bill Withers. Yep. Isn't he a black but man? But they look like they're a spitting <laughs> image of one another. Jeffrey uh, has a question that if I was going to tell a horrendous joke, would a would Anita intervene or let it happen or has this has it already, already happened? happened? Withers, I think you know this has already happened. <laughs> this is the story of my daily life. I wake up and try and stop the train wreck from happening, but it's stop all the time. And I know when he's about to tell. I mean, literally, he'll say. Like, we'll be talking, and he'll start saying, well, you know, and I'll go, stop right there, because I'll know that whatever he's going to say is going to be garbage, and I guess his dad used to do it to him all the time. No, I used to do it to my dad all the time. Oh, really? He would ask Your me. tells it backwards, I think. What? No, yeah. it's the right way. He would come in and ask me a legitimate question, and, and if you, I gave him no, a real, an- oh yeah, yeah, I if I was going to give him a real answer, I would answer immediately. In other words, but if you'd I say, was going to, well, if I was going to yeah. take it over the top, I'd go, well, and he'd go, just, just tell me the, the real thing, thing. <laughs> and that's exactly this happens in our house like five times a day. I'm Should like, we tell him what, what happened today? Because I think that was Which pretty one funny. Was it? You can't. Uh, you're in clinicals now, so you have to go to places and actually handle yeah. patients and learn yes. the business of yes. nursing. Mm-hmm. And sometimes you have to do things that are less than desirable. And you had to do a catheter did, for the first time today. Cat. Try attempted yeah. to straight catheter. And she today. came in and was telling me the story, 
it's obviously pretty I mean we can't go graphic story details, or whatever but, yeah. but I after she got finished I said <laughs> I said you know that's pretty interesting and she's like don't, don't even, even I start because I was oh he's gonna <laughs> give me some of his quote-unquote insight on I said, oh god I said, it's interesting you say that because I just did a calf on the cat yeah yeah <laughs> and he was nary too excited well about it. I mean and I can't I can't get too over myself about it because sometimes like when I first got had labs and we got our catheter kit and we used to actually his dad used to have to get catheter yeah. and, and he hated it obviously I don't know who enjoys nobody a would and so anyway so his dad you know I'd joke about his dad about we'll bring you in and get you cath and his dad will want to punch me in my chops and so when mark like when we had labs and i got my catheter kit and they just let me bring it home to like mess around with it and i brought it home to mark and i was like all right i got my catheter kit lay down <laughs> i went there is no way that you're cathing me well, I still, just for experience i still think the greatest of all time <laughs> Oh, was uh, when my dad was home and we were taking care of him oh, and I was indisposed at the time and my mom was doing something else so you were the only one available mm -hmm. to kind of find out why he was kind of yelling uh -huh. for help <clears throat> so you went into his bedroom and you said what uh, what seems to be the problem pop and he said Anita, get out of here. Oh, yeah. The audacity of a woman to come into oh, a man's yeah. bedroom. Yeah. Oh, oh, and he was he was legit. He was like the audacity of a woman he's telling you or Tommy that. And I go, Pop, I was just coming to see what you were doing. Apparently he got so offended that I was coming into his room. And at the time I wasn't in nursing oh, school. It wasn't God. like I was whatever, but I'm like, Pop, it's I me. Still... What do I it's just me. The other story is still the... I don't know if I've ever told it on the podcast, but it even just the smallest thought of it makes me laugh to this day. What? I was, uh, I was sitting down with my mom, and my dad <coughs> would be upstairs, and he would sleep and stuff, and then if he had problems or had to use the restroom or whatever, he would just kind of, you know, he would yell out a couple times, Mark! Mark! And I would come up there and I'd help him out or whatever. So this one night we're just sitting there and out of nowhere, he's he's saying it like so loud and so like immediate, just like, Mark, Mark. I was like, oh, my God. And I'm running up the stairs like it's, you know, DEFCON 5, like something horrible is oh, about to yeah. happen. And I'm leaning in the door and I'm like, what? And he's holding my dad had problems with the circulation later in life, so he would wear mittens to bed to keep his oh, hands warm. Oh. So he's holding his mittens up Shake in the air, and he goes, look at these things. Look at these things. What are these things? Oh, and I go, God. Dad, those are your mittens. And he goes, my what? <laughs> <laughs> and I go, those are your mittens. Oh, my God. And he goes, ah, and just went back to sleep. <laughs> So great. That is great. That's a good story. That yeah. The final question mm -hmm. comes oh, from Jesse Washashushkis. Washneski. Come Washneski. on. What was your impression of each other when oh, you first that's met? Right. Okay. So uh, <laughs> you go first. I think I I think I've I don't know if I've told this on the podcast. I told I you know. though. 
So when I was working in Columbus, I don't know what it was, but like the, the three nights oh, before yeah. I met Anita, I just had all of these like sloppy drunk women just like trying to talk to me and just being really annoying and i'm just like god this is just ridiculous um and so the night that i met anita not saying that she was sloppy drunk but um she was feeling no pain as you would say yeah so she was you know buzzing or whatever and i thought she was gorgeous um but the uh the incidents that I had had the nights before had kind of, you know, corrupted me when I met her because at first I was like, oh, this is a really nice girl. She's so beautiful. And then she started, like, talking and acting a little buzzed. And I was like, oh, God. No interest. Like, yeah. and, uh, uh no interest. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. she gave me her, uh, her MySpace name and, uh, <sighs> and she made some kind of comment like, uh, We'll go see the next show. Come on, guys. <laughs> and I was like, yeah. oh, God, no, don't come see the next show. <laughs> and then uh, we, I found her on MySpace the next day, and yeah. we chatted on the phone, uh, and the rest uh, is history. Yeah, so that was my much. first impression. So that's where he went with it. Now, where I went with it was I was in the process of moving to Tennessee, and the guy I was with was the guy I was dating from south, the South. And... So, I, when I met him, I was like, oh, this guy's cool. That's awesome. And so I said, let's hang out and have a beer before I moved to Nashville. Because this was in May. This was May 3rd of 2008. And I was supposed to be moving in August of 2008. So, I mean, there was only like three or four months until I was moving anyway. So, I was like, oh, yeah, this guy's kind of cool. We'll go out and have a beer before I move. And that was the extent of it. So, I didn't think much of it. Um, I mean, not that I didn't think that you were nice looking or anything, but I was just like, I wasn't even going there because... Thank to God I wasn't wearing my dogs playing poker shirt on stage that night. God, that would never have happened. No, this would... (laughs) You would not be listening to this podcast right now. You'd be listening to it. There wouldn't be a baby willow. No, there wouldn't be. No, that would not even be a part of it. So my first impression was just, oh, cool. I'm in Columbus, Ohio. This guy lives next door to me. And... You know, and he's funny. So, yeah. And it wasn't until, so I guess, like, as far as first romantic impression was, um, we went to out to dinner for our second date. No, that was our. No, we didn't. We went out to a movie. Oh, yeah. That was, well, technically our second date. (sighs) Essentially, I guess. So, So we. Third date when we went to the terminal bar. Hang out. Like, after we went to the movie, I was like, he was trying to put his arm around me, and I'm like, what are you trying doing, Trying these dude? really good moves. And he tried I... to smooch on me afterwards. I'm like, dude, come on. So we didn't do anything, and it was, hey, we went out. tell people my moves. Oh, I take him to a movie and try to get him on a kiss. He, he did. And I was like, dude, uh-uh. So I'm a little more of a conservative dater, I guess. <laughs> you mean this you guy, don't make out with people in cars after not, movies? Not so much. <laughs> so anyway, then... Isn't this the 50s? Aren't we in a drive-in? No! Ah! <laughs> so anyway, then we go... Um, 
we go on our third date, essentially, I guess, um, which was like only a day or two after our first date, or yeah. it was the next day, I think. I feel like we didn't. Uh... Like didn't I really was like, spend, God, that was fun. We didn't really fun. spend much time apart from each other in like the no, first after, three months. That no, we were no. So I think it was like the next day. We're like, hey, yeah. we should hang out tomorrow night. Sure, I'm still in but town. But there so. was that was that time. I think it was like we Can had I finish. Met. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Okay. So anyway, then that <laughs> that third that third date, we went out to Conga and had the seafood paella, which which you, which you was, almost left. Amazing. uh, Oh, yeah, because he called me and he's like, and okay, I'm not from Minneapolis originally. I'm from two miles south of Canada and moved (laughs) down here when I was in 1998. So I'm going, he calls me and he's like, "Um, I'm lost. You're, it's on, I thought you said it was on Hennepin Avenue. I'm like, yeah, it's in Northeast by, you know, whatever, like Hennepin and Fourth or whatever like that. And he's like, well, I'm on Hennepin by, like, kind of by Lake Calhoun and the Greek Church and Lakewood Cemetery. And I'm going, you are on the way opposite end of the city. You're, like, in <laughs> South Minneapolis. And I'm going, in my brain, I'm going, this guy grew up in Mini- in the Minneapolis, in the Twin Cities. No, I don't know shit. <clears throat> and in my brain, I'm going, he grew up here. Oh, and he's, quote, unquote, lost. I'm like... What the hell is going on with this guy? So I'm like, and I'm gonna give him a few minutes. And realized how much of an idiot I am. Oh my gosh, this all makes sense. He knows he died not, and no. that's it. That's about it. I yeah. So I'm going. How did you I'm grow up in the Twin Cities? A map or and I am from literally God's country, and I know yeah. every back you know all the nook and, and cranny yeah. of the Twin Cities, and he's lost. So I thought it, he was foolish. <laughs> Uh, that's true. So anyway, my first impression, I guess that night we went out, we went to dinner and it was like halfway through dinner and I'm already going, oh my God, this guy is so freaking awesome. Like, oh, what the hell? get out of here. No, that's make true. make me blush. That is true. And then it, we went out like to the terminal bar after that. Anyone who knows what the terminal bar is knows that it is a freaking <laughs> shit show dive. <laughs> In Northeast, but it is actually, I love that place. It's like peanut shells on the floor, oh, yeah. free popcorn that you don't want to, you don't want to eat because you don't know what kind of hands have been in it. <laughs> like that kind of bar. <clears throat> anyway, so, um, so yeah, so we, that it was that night I was just like, and literally it was within that night I knew that I wanted to date you. And then it was like within three weeks, I think we knew that we well, there were going to be together because, uh. I was going to Peoria, and yeah. you were just like, oh, I'll well, I'll just you. come with you. Yeah. And I was like, it's a little too soon. And to him, I had never explained. Brought- well, no, I had never explained it to you that that, that was like the, the test of, of a relationship yeah. for me. Because I had dated so many girls, uh, and I would take them on the road, and the relationship would end and- like on day two of the trip because I could... You know, like Seinfeld says, you're putting the relationship into a pressure cooker. Yeah. Because you're now going to spend two days, three days together for but 48 keep, hours. But keep in that. mind, this is the guy two weeks in who was wanted to tell me he loved me. And I said, uh-uh, nope, don't go there yet. That's going to ruin it. Was it That's going to ruin it. It had yes. to have been three and a half weeks. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'll give you that. Three and a half. It was June. It was like right before your birthday and you were starting it. And I go... 
he goes, well, I just want to let you know, I kind of, I don't want to say it. And like, I knew he was going to say love me. And I go, please don't tell me you love me because that's going to ruin it. So I'm like, don't ruin it for us right now. So we both had our things where like the kiss of death for me was like, don't you dare tell me you love me two and a half yeah. weeks in. Mine and, was traveling. Yeah. And his was me traveling. But we actually, we traveled and it went all right until he's yeah. trying to throw me out of the bed in a domestic violence hey, rage. you were the one that was he trying was to sleeping. reheat a taco in the microwave. Oh, that's And you right. started saying, shit, damn it. No. And I go, what are you doing no. over there? And you, and you kept hitting clock instead of cook. And I said, I keep trying to cook it, but I keep changing the time. And he turned it into a joke saying, and I'm going back in time. That's not what I said. <laughs> what are you trying to reheat a taco in a DeLorean oh, over there? God. Hey. <laughs> dumb. 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 So anyway, uh, that's all I the think time that's we've about got. all the que- well, that's not all the time we have. I think we're out of questions. Is the point? No, you know? that's all the time we have. We well, we're out of time, do. but we're yeah. out of questions. So we'd yeah. have to ask more questions or have more questions, and we don't. So that's, that's the end of twenty questions. Do you have so any more questions, want... Mark? Uh, it feels weird to call it we Mark. Have some and elephant we're... ears. No. <laughs> I'm stuffed. I gotta go right. to bed. Me too. I gotta get up at 3 a.m. and drive to Dayton, Ohio. Today is uh, November 19th. Don't date it. This is gonna I come out it. next week. Now they're gonna think we sat on this for seven days. Well, we are. Well, that's true. All right. I just like to tell people. Well, it's this... like, yeah. So, <laughs> so hey, t- happy Thanksgiving tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> so next week. This podcast will come out, but uh, that makes no sense because you won't hear the preview of this. So it's out when it's out. That's right. So anyway, yeah, happy Thanksgiving. I hope everyone has a good day tomorrow on I'd Thanksgiving. I'd like to uh, personally thank my beautiful wife, Anita, oh. for taking part in my podcast. Our last 20 questions with Mark and Anita. The number one downloaded podcast of the 66 that are up there. How crazy is that? That's pretty awesome. I think it means there's a few more of these in uh, in in our future. Yeah, actually, this is fun, and I it was my idea. I'm gonna put it out there. It really was. We're we're (laughs) no, but I'm saying like, (coughs) and now we're gonna we're putting names. We're gonna tag you if you want to be a part of our podcast and you want. Yeah. Want to be a, it would a be part cool of history? Let's do this. Figure out uh, how to record this live and have people phoning in. I actually <laughs> that'd be think kind that'd of be funny. awesome. We should do that. <laughs> yeah. That would be hysterical. make a post on Facebook like from All right, seven to in. eight p.m. We're going to be recording twenty questions with Mark and Anita. So call in your questions. That would be funny. <laughs> Well, it looks like we've already got our next podcast set. I know these questions, like we we got to kind of think on them before we, you know, yeah, went in. I think we didn't. Fun. I didn't. I mean, I didn't think of real answers, but anyway. So, thanks for having me, Mark. I it's so weird calling you Mark. <laughs> Thank you, Mark. Call me Honey Bunny. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> this has been another. 20 questions with Mark and Anita. You can find the podcast at uh, Podbean or iTunes. Check out largedrunkman.com for my updated tour schedule. And-
tune in next time when we talk about who knows.